This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily. These are some of the best bits of this afternoon's show, hand-picked. Yes, started off with a bit of major transfer news. You won't hear anywhere else. That's true. Tremendous, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Um, you told us that they're working on a, giving humans a third arm in, in Japan at the moment. Who would have thought it would have led to so many... Well, the, the listener suggestions were yeah, marvellous. incredible. You'll, you'll yeah. hear some of those. Some of those. Um, Martin Kellner came in, of course. Yeah. And, uh, he watched a fair bit of telly. He did. And Andy Smart. Uh, yeah. We had a chat with He's him. contemplating sponsoring a team shirt for Farnborough. Yeah. And he, he talked us through the minefield that it is. And we gave him some options. We did. More entertaining than it sounds that, by the way. <laughs> um, so, uh, all of that. And yeah. we hope you enjoy it. It's not hot all over the David Baddiel was in uh, Cornwall. And it's not hot there. He said it's not hot. It's not hot in bits no. of Scotland, I'm, I understand. Well, I don't know. It's about 28, I think, getting oh, up that's to. Oh, hot enough. Uh, I thought you said it wasn't hot in Edinburgh. Well, it was only 22 in the morning. I looked. I checked in, later in the day. It, it gets hotter yeah. during the day. Andy, I've got breaking transfer news from Chelsea. This is an exciting okay, story. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victoria Angbang really? has today joined... Victorian, not Victoria. Victorian Angbang. Victorian Angbang. Yeah, not what you thought I said. Victorian. <laughs> fun listening in, in, fun in the old days, yeah, yeah. as they said. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well not really. Victorian Angban yeah. has today signed a one-year contract extension and joined French side Mets on a season-long loan. Oh, you never knew he was one of yours. I didn't even know he had him. Apparently, he joined in 2015. Honestly, some of these players just sign some players, you know, that can actually. Play yeah, but you in the always get that team. bloke, then you then sort of you just, you've got he opens up the program <laughs> oh, of the yeah. game, and uh, people say, "I never even knew we had Victorian and Bang," <laughs> and uh, they all go, "Oh yeah, I saw Victorian play twice uh, for the academy side. Went down a game of behind closed doors against Luton. <laughs> yeah. Tremendous place. Always won. Yeah, yeah, always, always. I won. go and watch all the under twenty one games. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, now for lovers of Cheltenham, I've got some interesting royal news. <clears throat> oh, uh, yeah. The Queen has been pleased to appoint Lord de Morley oh, as yeah. the master of the horse upon the retirement of Lord Vesty. Oh no, Lord Vesty's gone, is he? Yeah, it's going to be so Lord, Lord, Lord de Morley's box. Lord de Morley's box. <laughs> no, you join us here now oh. in Lord de Morley's box. <laughs> Another Lord for Alan to crawl to during chill. Lord Vesty, oh, please, Lord Vesty. <laughs> That's true. Is uh, that a sw- no, Keep going, yeah. Oh yeah, keep Sorry, going. Yeah. There's a, this story fascinated me. A runaway kangaroo yeah, that yeah. hopped into a garden swimming pool after a goat head butted the fence of their enclosure has been rescued by police in Germany. 
Oh, is right. the kangaroo native it... to Germany? Not, not especially, no. <laughs> How did it get there? Is the big question oh, of the I day. I guess by aeroplane. <laughs> well, it's a bit of a... It's it's unicycle, really, it? did it? Who, who, who in Germany decided... You know what I want? Well, we've got... We've got... Um, what you got to think what was it? Was it in a zoo? And it? it escaped from a zoo, did it? It didn't say zoo. It said garden. Oh, no. It, it, said it hopped into a garden. Yeah, but it had been in a zoo. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't quietly working in a VW <laughs> dealership in Bonn, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> Can you help this gentleman with a new Tiguan? Yeah, yeah, no, no worries, yeah. mate. Yeah, look. Yeah, look. <laughs> it's a lovely car, mate. Yeah. You look a bit odd. Yeah, no. well, yeah. I won't be a minute. Just have a chat with my son. Oh, hi, he only pops out. So we got dead dogs and we got. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, 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 he's quiet and he's hot. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to go. And uh, no, I've got to go. Yeah, I've I've got, got have you got to go? No, I haven't got to go at all. It's only ten past one, Andy. I, I thought you're on the clock till four, mate. No, usually I yeah. am. And uh, new technology in Japan. Oh yeah, is offering people a third arm. This is quite interesting, oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how would you like a third they, they arm? They used to do something like that on the Isle of Man. <laughs> That's very true. It's a bit different. Well, I think this could be good. This could mm. have a very practical application for cricket. So how would you like a third arm to pick up your coffee while you're typing at your desk or to shovel snacks into your mouth while you play Minecraft, says Mark Bridge, the yeah. technology They're all the good reasons for having yeah. a third arm, obviously. Uh, engineers at the Advanced Telecommunications Research Institute in Kyoto, yeah. where else, have developed a robotic third arm that you control with your brain for better multitasking. Wow. So imagine if you're fielding in the slips. I mean, it's got to be an advantage if you've got three arms. Yeah, well, it has been, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's great the way you come in it. I think the listeners, if you had a third arm listener, what would you... No, really, don't answer that. I know what you lot are like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Back to Victorian. Yeah. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. And now, if you had a third arm, yeah. um, you've told us they're working on it in Japan. Kyoto. Yeah. And um, we asked you, TalkSport listeners, well, it is Friday, you can bring in games and all that. Uh, what would you do if you had a third arm? And, and thankfully, most of you resisted the temptation to go down the obvious route. <laughs> if I had a third arm, I'd have a much better chance of keeping a clean sheet when Mike Parry implements his idea to make goals bigger. Yeah, very says Peter in Liverpool. Well That's a good point, Pete. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> um, with an extra arm, you could be the world's best postie. True. This is a nice one. Um, Chris D says... Do three houses at once. You could do, yeah. <laughs> You'd still wear shorts, though, in minus 15. <laughs> I mean, perversely, my post the day had a pair of thick worsted trousers. <laughs> no, he no, didn't. No, he didn't. No, of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. Um, with a third hand, says Chris, uh, I would be able to measure horses quicker. That's good. <laughs> mm. I like that. You've thought that through. I like the expression worsted trouser. I've heard that on TalkSport for a very long time. <laughs> a worst, not trousers. Yeah, it's, it's a trouser. Tra- but you used to find that, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember there was a place in Edmonton Green where I lived, and the bloke there, and he used to, he used to stand outside the <laughs> shop smoking slim panatellas. And you'd go in there for a shirt, and he'd say, got a nice trouser to go with him. <laughs> nice trouser. What's a trouser? Is it just the one leg? <laughs> I know. Mason's trousers. Anyway, um, King Coming, what would you do with a third hand? I mean, a trouser is a singular item. Well, I know it is a trouser, but it just sounds odd, doesn't it? Yeah. Who, says tra- who says that? Apart from me, I'm going <laughs> to trouser that. Apart from that bloke. Yeah, apart from that bloke. Who, I'm guessing old Slim Panatella is no longer, it probably wasn't his name, is no longer with us. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. That's the climax of the Tour de France. And, it uh, is, yeah, yeah. Very exciting. Will Geraint Thomas hang on? And it's, so and that bloke that tried to sort of interfere with him by the side of the road, really appalling. Mm. He hadn't even realised until he saw the photo yeah. how dangerous it was. I mean, they're going pretty quick. They certainly know. are, yeah, yeah. It's really, really unfortunate. But uh, one of our team is well, very uh, exciting. Yeah, Andy, uh, who's our uh, Glaswegian assistant producer at the moment, he, uh, he just let on to our producer in the gallery that tomorrow he's going to the pub. 
to watch the Tour de France. I've never heard that. And this. we thought it's... It's quite odd, isn't it? It's, it's quite very, odd. I mean, you go, the, you know, you did go to the pub to watch the football. You might yeah, go to the pub, that's right. but you don't often go to the pub to watch the Tour de France. <laughs> no, you know, and he's, you know, what? He'll have a drink, won't he? Yeah. And he'll start shouting at the telly, when he? He'll start going, "Guy, Kenny Malinky." He'll be doing all that, won't he? <laughs> Pedal faster, move your legs. He'll be doing all that. Will there be other team like if, if he's supporting, say, Astana, and there's a bunch of Sky supporters in there? Yeah, they could, we could all could kick off. Pull me back. He'll be doing all that. So it does seem odd, doesn't it? Go I've never it. heard of anyone going to the pub going to, to watch the, pub. the climax of the Tour de France. Now, and what one of don't bother on Sunday. It's just a procession. Uh, you know it's uh, you know it's um, Christmas when you see Simon Cowell on a jet ski at Sandy Lane, and yeah. now you know it's pre-season <laughs> when you see an Arsenal, a naked Arsenal player in a wheelie bin. Oh, right. Okay. Because for the last um, three or four weeks, um, that's of they've had pre-season training, and yeah. every picture a player has spoken to is a uh, Mkhitaryan today and a Bamiyang the other day. Yeah. And they, they always accompany the chat that the player has had. I'm looking forward to the season. Shame Arsene Wenger <laughs> yeah. went, you know, a great new manager, different idea, etc. Yeah. And they always show you a picture of them standing in a wheelie bin. Yeah. Um, full of ice. You're having the ice bath. Ice uh, bath, you know, yeah, recovery. Yeah, yeah. But I looked it up uh, today. This, on the front of the, of the wheelie bin are the four letters S-U-L-O-S-U-L-O. And I thought, is this a kind of specialist football wheelie bin that's sort of made somewhere exotic yeah. but no they're just they're an aussie company oh, and really? they make wheelie bins so i just love the idea in this high-tech world of football <laughs> yeah that someone at arsenal on the kind of had to order these has to phone up <laughs> and uh hello there can i get i just get 20 wheelie bins it's great isn't it that's, that's not a bad idea i might get one and just you're gonna fill it full of ice and go in the garden <laughs> in, in this hot weather yeah, in the, yeah. well i've got a garden so i have to sit in the lounge <laughs> Imagine that, the neighbours, and the old Fuller's Brewery over the road, the blokes there, and he's thinking, I'm sure there's a, there's a naked fella there in his living room standing in a willy bin full of ice. Why not? Yeah, Sounds good to I'd me. I'd like to see that. And um, I had another text published in the Daily Star. I don't want to read it out because I'm, I'm enjoying doing it. So yeah. you check it out, see if you can tell which one's me. It's not my mm. name, obviously. No. And, uh, and then Marie Gosney, who oh, yeah. always writes to The Sun. She wrote in about Demi Lovato, who's been yeah. having a few problems. But are we supposed to believe she really cares about her, or is it just about getting in the paper? It is. That's a very really, cynical view. I was really thinking, Marie, you don't care about Demi Lovato. How do you know? She, she may be a massive fan of her work. We don't, <laughs> don't know this, do we? Is, really. Yeah. But uh, who knows? And, uh, and it's hotter than uh, everywhere. At the moment. Hotter than the sun. <laughs> well, it's it's a, official. Well, according to the sun, it is yeah. hotter than everywhere. No, uh, I don't know. No, yeah. okay, I'm with you. Yeah. And our continental chums, they say, will be wondering if they should escape to the sun here. Yeah. Which would be fine if the rest of Europe was like 18 degrees or something. But it's not. I mean, everywhere else in Europe is above 30, 30 mm. or above. Yeah. So, you know, I can't see that they're going to really feel the need to come here for some hot weather. The moose has been sharing his um, pictures from his holiday in Greece. Where it's probably a bit hotter than it is here. It's like the Solana, honestly. And uh, <laughs> well, he's, he could have done he's all doing the karaoke. Did you see him he doing, was doing karaoke? He was doing karaoke, yeah. And uh, basically, it's pictures of cakes. Him in the pool, yeah. but he always wears, he always wears a shirt in the pool. This is that thing, doesn't yeah. he? Whereas I think he burns. You see him easy. playing volleyball. He burns easy. I, no, there's a picture of him playing volleyball, and this woman's got like two bags of shopping mm. uh, while like, she's playing. No, but and walking he's past, losing. he's at the back of the court. Yeah, 
and they're playing and then this woman who's obviously wandered into shot with two big bags of shopping and people have said things like is that the half-time snacks moose and all that's <laughs> quite cruel really he does walk into her a bit doesn't he toby's having a lovely time oh yes uh, we that's all, the we key, all do. of course yeah I've got a T20 birthday spread if uh, Becky's... Uh, oh, I'm a big fan of T20. Out. I find it goes on a bit too long. Can we not have a <laughs> hundred birthday spread? We yeah. actually just say the whole thing a lot quicker. <laughs> I can even say this any quicker at all. Look at Pelé. Okay. I love the fact that Pelé is always available. How many years have I got to be out? How many years do you oh, think no, I'll to, be I've close to on this first? Okay, this is not a good Oh, here it is. Mm. Okay, uh, how old is he? Oh, yes, this could be quite tricky. But, yeah, I'll give you... You won't know him, so I'll give you seven years. So I've got to be within seven, within years, seven years either side yeah. for me to win this particular game, yeah. Yeah, and it's the founder... Happy birthday to the founder and chief executive of asset management firm CQS, Sir Michael Hintz. Honestly, yeah. you know when I was mini-cabbing? Oh, I was, yeah, I, was asked, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, I was asked to pick them up, but I refused to take the hints. <laughs> so, God, blimey. Terrible. The moose will be applauding that one somewhere, <laughs> yeah. definitely. While he's playing volleyball. While he's playing volleyball. And eating cakes. Yeah, doing his <laughs> trademark laugh. <laughs> so... Oh, that laugh, honestly. Yeah, it is bad, isn't it? it oh. You... you, you you don't. You, when you're with him and he does that laugh, you're, you're worried that you, you actually start to think, I'm not going to say anything. Well, not for me, it's not a problem. No. I'm not going to say anything funny. You managed it. Well done. <laughs> I did. You made, life, you made it your life's work. <laughs> I have made it my life's work. In case yeah, he, he starts laughing. He yeah. did it in that restaurant in Russia, didn't he? Everybody looks around and it makes people angry. It's a laugh. You know, some people laugh and oh, yeah. you laugh with them. That's right. Yeah. But he laughs and people want to grab him by the throat. <laughs> You notice he's, it. It's he not should a re-record a sort of annoying version of the laughing policeman. He should do, yeah. That's not a bad be, idea. Yeah, perhaps you can knock that together, John. So, yeah, why got why nothing better to do. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, um, CQ Hints. Uh, no, no, CQS. Oh, he's Sir Michael Hints. Oh, Sir Michael. Not CQ Hints. <laughs> no, that was his cricketing brother. Yeah. Sir Michael Hints, founder of uh, CQS. Eighty-six. Oh, no, 76, 76. Oh, no, a win, for the, for a win here, he's 65. Oh, okay. Well, I think you know, I nine out, he's very rarely. Finger in the wind rare, job, wasn't it? Very rare thing there. Of course, the big talking point today is what would you do with a third arm? Get blessed with a third arm, which they're trying to develop. That's enough, Pele, thanks. But they're trying to develop. <laughs> well, what would Pele do with a third arm? <laughs> well, I don't know. We know what, we know what, Maradona, we know what Maradona would do. <laughs> yes. Um, Bob and I both got two suggestions. Oh, if I had a third arm, um, he said, well, if, if junk jockeys had a third arm, they could use it to implement Mike Parry's unorthodox idea of holding a wing mirror whilst riding at Cheltenham. <laughs> That's true. I think the idea was the wing mirror was attached. And uh, that, uh, this is uh, Bob's <laughs> close. Uh, Bob says, if I had a third arm, <laughs> I'd be... <laughs> I'd be the British heavyweight <laughs> boxing champion. I'd be able to throw a left hook, a jab, and an upper, uppercut all at the same time. <laughs> and I'm very... thinking, you'd leave yourself wide open, though, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, you've got to have one arm for defending. Yeah, I mean, really? Come on, you haven't yeah, thought all this through. Attack. All out attack, really. Yeah. So let's hope we see a bit of that tomorrow. Wouldn't it be great for uh, Joseph Parker um, turns up tomorrow with a third arm. Yeah. Yeah, I've just come back from Kyoto <laughs> and uh, got me third arm. That's true. And the British Boxing Board of Control have said, yeah, it's fine with us. We don't mind. <laughs> be good for linesmen too. You can yeah. do th one arm for the flag and one arm for it. You could do a bit of semaphore <laughs> to let people know in the crowd what's going on, what you've told the referee. Yeah, that's I mean, not going to work, is it? <laughs> who actually? No, it's rubbish. <laughs> who needs? I mean, who, who would really benefit from one? Someone who worked in a kitchen. Well, I say Gordon, Gordon Ramsay with a third arm. 
Well, you know, not just he him. could use it to give you the finger, <laughs> couldn't he? He could cook with two and the make the Nescafe handshake with the other. Well, that's he? true. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna, you've got it sus there. All right, then. Well, look, tell us um, because that's really the thing that's mainly bothering us this afternoon. What you would do with a third arm? Talksport dot com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Or tweet to uh, TS H and J. Have you done that? Have you done well, to be like the pros? Have you filled a, a one of your wheelie mm. bins full of ice and thought, "Oh yeah, I feel like a right professional now." Oh yeah, stand there just uh, uh, all the plan. You, you need a lot of ice. Ice is not cheap. I mean, you can't. You couldn't make that much ice in your own personal freezer. Yeah. you'd have to buy one of those big buy bags. Few, buy a few bags in. Yeah, yeah you know, it's mm. not cheap. Well, it's not mm. that expensive, but. It's a couple of quid. Is it? Not going to bang. How much do you think ice is? Because not gold. It's ice. <laughs> oh, no, I, I mean, it's a long time since I bought ice. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, Should we leave it there? Very Just quickly before we go, because we on, love then. the work of, of sub-editors. I'm always a big fan of uh, the guys that write the captions. This is yeah. a great caption. Well yeah. done, whoever came up with this one. Uh, it's a clever headline for a story about Luke Shaw winning Jose over. Yeah. Right? And the headline is Shaw Flank Redemption. That's good. Come on. That is good. I wish I'd written that. Well, okay. Fine. <laughs> it's it's, um, he's a winger. He's a, he's a, he plays on the flanks. He plays, yeah. He plays on the wing. His name's Shaw. And Shaw. he's having a shot of redemption. Yeah. Come on. I would have gone with Luke Shaw gets second chance <laughs> with Jose. <laughs> Not quite as good. 
that I'd have no problem with the ECB, says Rashid from Yorkshire, <laughs> or as he's known, Rich from Chorleywood. <laughs> and um, Port Vale Dave says, I've just learned to juggle, and the appearance of a third arm would uh, throw me right out of sequence. So this is the first <laughs> dissenting voice. This is the first person who doesn't, want a, about who doesn't want a third arm. And well, you know. So let us know, talksport.com forward slash, we are seriously asking this question, talksport.com, text eight. Where would you wear it? Would you wear it on, you wouldn't wear it on either shoulder, would you? It'd have to be in the middle. The it? one in the, you think you have to be in the middle? Well, I don't know how Well, I suppose that's, that's yeah. another thing. Give that some thought. Where would you like it? <laughs> don't do that. Seriously. But where would you like it placed about your person? <laughs> Well, it's all interesting I'm stuff. I'm asking for that, aren't I, really? So anyway, I bet they're yeah. tuning in at Kyoto Institute today. I bet they're listening to you this. You they are? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, practical applications. Yeah, what's it like to sponsor the kit, one of your favourite players? Yeah, I can't remember. I think... I'm... Have you done it before, Andy? It seemed to be in the dim and distant past I did a long time ago. Really? Yeah, I've got a feeling I did was involved with somebody. What? When Chelsea were like pretty not what they are now. Uh, well, you, they wouldn't ask you at Chelsea now, too. Yeah, but they wouldn't expect you Peter, to be able to afford Peter it, Peter Bonetti's kit or something. You, some, you sponsored Peter Bonetti's kit? Something like a long time ago. I contributed something, right. but yeah, but not... Uh, now? Not a, on a regular basis. If you're a fan of Farnborough FC, you can do this for just £50. From just £50. That's very reasonable, isn't it? What do you get for that? A shin pad? Uh, no, I think you get the possible. Let's find out. Um, Andy Smart, a friend of the show, Farnborough fan, ball runner, comedy store player, um, was tweeting about it today because the club said player kit sponsorship, home and away, available for just fifty pounds. To which Andy said, "I need to know a bit more. What happens when the player I sponsor leaves <laughs> after five games?" <laughs> so he really, yeah. Let's find out. Good yeah. afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, boys. Good afternoon. The, did the club get back to you on this? Have they pointed out what happens if the player? No, they... <laughs> <laughs> they haven't, no. No, uh, uh, communication between me and the club isn't that good at the moment, I don't think, but there you go. Now, the players the, mm. the players are under contract. I've just noticed Lenny Pidgeley was a keeper at Chelsea. He was, he? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, he must be about 40, but... though, now, isn't he, Lenny? <laughs> Probably. You see, that's the problem. I don't know what they, half the players look like now. Really? Because we get... We've had 350 players in the last six and a half years. Wow. So I reckon he's, he's charging 50 quid a sponsorship in order to make about three grand this year. <laughs> when did the club... I thought they were Farnborough Town. When did they become Farnborough FC? Oh, oh don't rake that up. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That I was back up. in 2007, yeah. Mm. We oh, that's went a into long administration. Time, yeah and then reformed as Farnborough FC. Yeah. You've had a quite good pre-season, I see. You're three out of three so far, and a great goal by mm. a trialist uh, in the last game. So why don't you sponsor a trialist? I'll take it as Alan trialist, or Adam trialist. Why don't you sponsor his kit, Andy? He's, he's, he's played the most games for us over the last three <laughs> seasons. Yeah, Probably has. But that's it. I mean, I, I, would, if I, I would sponsor Jack Barton, because I love the way he plays. Mm. But I heard that last week he had a trial with another team. So I don't even know if he's going to be there at the start of the season. Right. So well, you've got I some really new signings. Can I get you interested in these new signings, Andy? Because yeah. can I interest you in Curtis Cumberbatch? <laughs> oh, that's a great name, <laughs> well, isn't it? Obviously, obviously, I'm yeah. already there for yeah. the name. Mm, yeah, uh, it's got to be related. How isn't long it? will he be playing for the club? I'll, I'll get a picture, I suppose. Mm. You also you get a picture of you with the, the player uh, wearing the, the shirt you sponsored. But it's just um, how long will he be at the club? I really don't know. I've got no faith in the manager. He's been there for six and a half years, and if he, you know, 
if he if he was if he wasn't the owner of the club, then he would have been. Sacked, he, he would have sacked. Yes, yeah. they had a board meeting yeah. and they decided to they gave him a vote of confidence. <laughs> so I don't quite know how that works. Um, it's quite interesting because yeah. oh yeah, it's really hard to read. I'm just looking at the the new stand at oh, Cherrywood yeah. Road, hmm. and it's, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't read the name Charles Moth. Charles, Charles, Moth- Charles Moth- 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 stand. Whose Char- stand is that? Charles Mothmore. <laughs> I can't, I can't even Mothmore. read it. Not whoever, the stand, designed the, whoever designed the stand, whoever designed it the could sign. could be your eyesight. No, to be you fair. tell me what that says. Whoever designed the sign. I can't remember who it is now. Charles. Charles. Um, oh, hang on. Probably I've stood there and another one of Andy's pages. <laughs> Blimey, I don't like the look of that. <laughs> I've opened, I've opened up another window on Andy's computer. The one about bags of salt, uh, bags of ice, is it? Yeah. Oh, forget. Look, we've just been told by a head of football is here. Is it Paddy Power Park? Is it called now? Paddy Power. Well, yeah, they haven't yeah. taken no sign. We, he sponsored us like six seasons ago, and we haven't taken no signs down yeah. yet. I told Paddy at Cheltenham, I said you're still getting free advertising at Farnborough. It's the Charles yeah. Mortimer stand. Oh, the Charles, Charles Mortimer. Mortimer. What did you think it was, Charles what? Mothmore. <laughs> Charles, <laughs> that's surprising. Yeah, somebody's going to have to worry about that typeface, the Charles Mothmore stand. Um, <laughs> 12 quid to get in, you can't I'm, argue with I'm that. I'm just told I by... Know, 12 quid, it hasn't gone down. Told by a resident hornet that Curtis Cumberbatch used to play for Watford. Of Most things come did. back to Watford. Six did. steps to Watford we played in Russia with <laughs> our head of football. So, yeah, so he's got a pedigree there, or, or, or he played for Watford. Um, what about Adam Pepperer? Uh, known as known as known as the salt in the dressing room. He's a commanding centre half. That's right. He was Chesham skipper. He went to Harrow oh, yeah. Bar, and he gives yeah. you strength and organisation in an area we know we so, must. So, yeah. so look, he's got he's had two clubs in a season. I think there is a preponderance of. Mm. of, of Bad agents at that level right. that just will stop players actually signing for a whole season and say, "Now we'll keep you on a monthly contract in case you play well. I can get you a better deal further up the league." And it's, right. it's part that's part of the problem. But it you seems think, unfair. You think if you had man management skills, you'd be able to get a, a team together that would want to play for you and play for the club, and yeah. then they would stay all season. That's what you'd hope. I'm looking at some of these, Andy, and there's another one here. This Luke Robinson has arrived from the Metropolitan Police. I don't know if he's come, come to arrest anybody <laughs> or he's come to play. I'll have to be very careful then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's arrived from the Metropolitan Police and he's a yeah. defensive uh, midfielder, uh, apparently. Yeah. Hmm. And um, yeah, he's, he's, we do need one of those, yeah. and we need a really good centre half. That's it's great. It's good to know the manager said um, he's arrived from the Metropolitan Police. I've watched him a number of times and was greatly impressed. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean he was a policeman, or did he just play for the Metropolitan Police? Well, I, I don't no, you, no, you, you don't have, to, have be to be a policeman, don't you? Play for them? No, no, no. Yeah, what's the no, point? In the old days, up until, right, up right. until about, until about seventy-five, I think. Yeah, Andy, oh. you remember those days? Yeah, don't I preferred you? it in those days. That's something quite a violent reputation. Didn't they, the team back in those days, of course, um, when they played, there was yeah. always a bit of a. It was always a bit of a tough day out when you played the Met Police, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. You do. You don't want to be standing at the top of the staircase when you're coming down out the out the chamber. <laughs> yeah. So you can you can edge your bets then. Uh, fifty quid. You're not prepared to commit fifty quid to a player until you know. Well, I'll, I'll wait till Christmas, and if Jack Barton's still there, I'll put fifty quid on it. Good stuff. Go. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. So, Martin, what have you watched on the telly, sports wise? Well, I saw that. Brilliant Brilliant uh, Shankly documentary, which was fantastic. Did you uh, see I've it? I've not seen it. Oh, no. it's yeah. absolutely superb. I mean, not 
just about Shankly, who was an amazing character in mm. his own right. Oh, he I'm brought really up in this. grinding poverty yeah. in Glenbuck in uh, Ayrshire. But, you know, just about an era in football, you know, when a manager could have that connection yeah. with the town that he had. It was just... Well, well, where where, where well, was yeah, that? Well, I've, I've, it was on BBC Two. It's on iPlayer now. BBC oh, yeah, Two? Okay. I'll, I'll go and check I'm that out. Check it was that that out. Yeah. yeah, it was on Sunday night. It was fantastic. Oh, OK. I was out of the country. That's why. But I'll go and find it. It sounds but good. It'll still be it. there. Yeah, it definitely. really is good. You know, mm. I mean, uh, it was a... You know, a top sort of BBC documentary. Lots of good. Was it a BBC uh, Scotland doc, or was it? it well, yeah, I think it was uh, independent for BBC oh, okay. Scotland. I'm All pretty right. sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. I did, I was there's a great archive of him as well. I'd imagine. Oh, there's, yeah. there's loads of brilliant archive, and there's great archive. Where, you know, when they had the uh, success in the FA Cup, we, I mean, you forget before Shankly went, the Liverpool were. I know they say a sleeping giant, but my mate who lived near me when I was a kid, uh, he was a Liverpool fan, and I went to see second division matches with him. Mm. So this would be very early 60s. Mm. Uh, we went to uh, Rother- I went to Rotherham to see uh, Liverpool play in the second division. Wow. And that was just probably about nine months before. Listeners will know, but it was probably about nine months before Shankly took over. Mm. And I don't think, you know, all right, Pep Guardiola's a great manager, and there are some great managers in the Premier League, as Poch, obviously. But mm. I don't think any manager will ever have that sense of connection with the team yeah. that, uh, that Shankly had. And, of course, he built the backroom staff, and it was a dynasty because mm. there was the Joe room. Fager, the boot And then the kind of that. great sadness of how he, he just walked away from yeah. it and then couldn't... He must have regretted it straight away. Yeah, you know? that w- absolutely. I mean, that, that Very was, sad, isn't it, really? It's very sad, and that was all covered the way he used to turn up at Melwood, mm. etc., etc., and, uh, you know, and players still called him boss. And That'll be like me when I leave here. I'll, I'll well, I was going to say, you know, it's a mistake. <laughs> yeah, but that'll be a, you'll just keep turning up your memory thing, won't it? Really, yeah. you'll all have moved to the new studios. Yeah, I'll yeah. Just keep you'll coming just come here. and do the old show. We'll keep we'll keep an assistant producer on so Andy can just work every day. That'd be good. What a great, what a great movie that would be. Yeah, um, but I was I was going to say that's why um, that's why I don't give up. So I'm carrying on because uh, when you look at Shankly, it is a mistake to retire to it, and the same. Matt Busby as well, you yeah. know, uh, and the clubs sort of respect you and want you, but at the same time, you know, you're yeah. a bit of an embarrassing presence, mm. which is what happened with Shankly. I mean, I think they handled it very badly at Liverpool. That's all in the show. And th- there's some brilliant stuff from Hugh McIlvanny, yeah. who's always, always, always worth listening to. Brilliant. Um, you know, about mm. the fact that he, where he came from at Glenbuck in Ayrshire. And there's a load of people make a pilgrimage, apparently, every yeah. year. And, th- and there was a bit of footage of the people on the coach making a, a pilgrimage to uh, Glenbuck. A great uh, writer, but a man in voiceover that gives everything gravitas. I mean, I'm, Ian Stern I used to work with him. Did you really? Yeah, he's I amazing, do, isn't yeah, he? On the Channel Four thing, and he just do these little two-minute yeah. pieces to carry, and they're always brilliant. He's fantastic. But you know, Ian Sterling does a great job. Uh, but if they were looking for another Scottish voice, Hugh McIlvenny for, oh, for Love Island. Love Island, yeah. Do you think it's a perfect <laughs> fit? Just, Ian just stood aside for one week and let McIlvenny <laughs> yeah. do the Love Island voiceover for one week. <laughs> That's a good idea. Oh, absolutely. Either him or Jimmy Logan, or <laughs> one of those. It's one for the teenagers. One for the teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Might be a bit before your time. That I think that is. Yeah. I'll give you the thousand yards. Bill Shank without going. Well, you know, you didn't clearly. So really, really good. Irving Welsh. I mean, they because they they had a great collection of talking heads. They had Hugh. McIlvanny, who obviously pointed out that the th- three of the greatest managers ever in British football yeah. were born within about six miles of Well, he did a documentary got. series on the mm. B, but based just on yeah. that, on Jockstein as well. Busby and Busby, and yeah, yeah. All about them coming from these, you know, they're kind of born of, and a bit like 
govern and yeah. uh, and Sir Alex Ferguson. You know, they are kind of very products of where they yeah, come yeah. from. Pep Guardiola is the same. It's just three of them. Yeah, well, it's, it's, slightly, it's a different take. <laughs> a different yeah. take, yeah. yeah. I mean, and the thing is, and they're all brought from brought up in mining families and mm. grinding poverty and all that. So the, the sort of team ethic that uh, that they built yeah that Busby built with the Busby Babes and Shankly built with uh, with that mm, Liverpool team yeah. the team ethic sort of stems from what happened down the mines you know because in the mines you you know you have to look out for there's still other. a direct link to them and Alex Ferguson you couldn't say that he wasn't of that ilk too in the same way and you know, working yeah. class bloke and all oh, that. Oh, totally. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Robert Ferguson, probably the last yeah. of that. And, uh, you know, you, you wonder, he had to kind of continue in an industry that was very different. You know, you look at the player power. I mean, I'm not saying these weren't, they were brilliant managers, they were brilliant men, but they operated at a time when the balance of power was very different to yes. the latter stages of when Sir Alex Ferguson yeah. was working. And so he had to kind of keep that ethic, yeah. that working class ethic and the way he wanted to work and that yes, mentality. That's absolutely true. Uh, and, and in, in a different, very different environment. Absolutely. Know? That's what I mean. As well as being a portrait of Shankly, it is yeah. a portrait of a world that doesn't exist as far as football goes. Sure. Of course, Liverpool is also a very particular place. You know, Liverpool. Um, you know that that ethic, that team ethic, and everything is part of Liverpool. You know, people do feel more passionate about Liverpool than say people in Milton Keynes. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, 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 I certainly agree I with do, you. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's that sounds great. I'm going to yeah, watch that, is. Martin. See, that's my evening. Oh, talk, well. talking about playing. Yes, good. That's what he's here for. That's what he. That's what he does. That's just what I'm here for. I watched. Yeah. I watched the. There used to be a t- ten years ago. We couldn't have done this. There was no iPlayer and no way to watch again. Was no. there really? And we'd say, "We're well, great." I missed that. You missed it. Fantastic. Yeah. I hope it's repeated in five years. <laughs> yeah, but now, very, Martin, very you'll tell point. us about stuff. Definitely we can watch. watch. Definitely watch you. I absolutely yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, you really point. will. Uh, just talking about player power. I watched. Uh, they did a, a Tony Cascarino special on Premier yeah. League World, and he was talking about his time at Chelsea, mm. and uh, the fact they were some quotes characters there yeah. and uh, poor old Ian Porterfield I never realised this went on at Chelsea but apparently if Porterfield said we're doing some this is what Tony Cascarino was saying mm. we're doing some running today you know two miles mm. five miles whatever um, they would somebody one of the strong characters of Vinnie Jones or you know one of those mm. guys would come out with a with a, a bag of balls and just say you know we're not doing that and do something else that they <laughs> wow. I mean that was real I don't know you remember those days but, oh yes yeah, uh, and they it, were interesting days. And then uh, you know, Tony had a good run at Chelsea. A little run at Chelsea, scored yeah. a few goals, and did his hamstring in the cup final. But he's it, that's well worth watching if you get a chance. Premier League will Tony Cascarino, who's you know because that biography that of him that came Brilliant out when book. he was at Marseille yeah. is, a, is a great book, um, and he goes through his whole career with that degree of frankness, mm. which. You know, you don't really. I was just flipping round, and you don't usually watch Premier League World hoping to see a searing portrait <laughs> of a life in football, <laughs> no. really. But you know, when I saw mm. it was Cass on there, I thought I'll have a watch. Well, it's it good. Really it's the off good. season. We wish so, him well. He continues his convalescence. Yes, they he's, do. He's, there's he, a little thing at the end where they say they wish him well. He's in good. So, he's in good shape at the moment, yeah, which is yeah. great. Well, that's good news. So we'll see you soon, Cass. Yeah. The the other uh, documentary I watched this week was uh, a thing. It was uh, it was directed by Coody and Chaiky. Do you know Coody and Chaiky? No. Well, it was another thirty for thirty. It was called Benji, 
um, was about uh, a basketball player called Ben Wilson who was shot in Chicago. Do you know that? No, I don't uh, really know. I've seen it on the planet. I've seen. It. I haven't watched that one yet. Oh, it's well worth it. watching. It's a good documentary. Mm. You, you don't. I realize... watched three the other night. My wife went out to see a long play. It was <laughs> so it was marvelous for me. I watched the Holyfield Tyson one, which is I've told people fantastic. Mm. Uh, the yeah, the 1985 Bears, which is an amazing story as well. If you yeah. even if you don't like American football, was that sort of era when they were coming to London and playing? Was that yeah, sort of, no, that 86, sort of 87, on oh, the back right. of the yeah. b- the popularity of this team. Okay, so, say the greatest American football team of all time, and then one called Dotted Line, which is Morgan Morgan Spurlock directed, and oh, it's all right. about agents. Fascinating. Oh, okay, well, yeah. there are plenty of watching now. So this one, Benji. I'm it's not, called yeah. Benji, mm. and uh, it's a good sort of portrait of Chicago in the uh, in the eighties, as well as anything else. He was killed basically by uh, a couple of sixteen-year-old. I mean. The gang violence in um, in Chicago was just phenomenal. Yeah. It was a, it was it was a house music and all that was going on uh, at the time. In fact, now who was the house star? Steve Silk Hurley mm-hmm. uh, was in it. But you, you don't realise how these sort. Of, he was a high school player. Was he was shot at the age of seventeen and killed. But he was a hugely promising high school player. And it's just bizarre how huge high school basketball was in oh, Chicago. Yeah. You know, the whole t- mm. you know, when they were playing against another high school for the national championships. I mean, the whole city mm. was consumed by this. You know, they played. A, uh, he played for a team called Simeon, and they were playing Farragut. But it's well. I mean, it, it's well worth watching because okay. I say, and especially you like house music because it's quite a bit. Don't, the soundtrack. I don't good. think yeah. I've ever sat down and watched, and I've watched a lot of these things. Yeah. I don't think I've ever sat down and been dis disappointed Never. even if it's not a subject i'm interested in they're just so brilliantly made and they always pick out the human element yes yeah they kind of yeah they do often transcend the subject you know you if, even if you're not interested in the subject i mean you're not the biggest fan of 80s basketball but you're drawn no. into it well aren't white you? men can't jump we know well, that. That's, that's, <laughs> yes. we're not arguing about that no uh, but i think the key to these 30 for 30 things is they're usually made by filmmakers who are also fans yeah. you know these this uh cooting in uh, this is interesting as well because it was part animated where they didn't have uh, footage obviously they have footage of him being shot and everything mm. they did uh, an animation they animated wow. it wow. so i presume these guys cootie and chike who i'm not familiar with their oeuvre yeah i haven't seen any of it but um mm. i presume they they are animators as well and Excellent. um like i say if you're interested in 1980s chicago which i'm more interested in than i am in um, basketball. Yeah. Um, it was uh, it was great a great documentary. Okay. And those ones that you mentioned sounded great as well. So that, is is that you done? Yeah, I could tell you about the uh, general election in Pakistan. Um, no, you're okay. <laughs> uh, you're <laughs> doing well. It's, it's got a sporting theme. It's, it's got a tell us what I, want, I saw it on the news. Yeah, and I yeah, thought, yeah. So, Didn't see it on Newsnight, did you? <laughs> no, you didn't see it on Newsnight. You may have got yeah. Was it Macram? Yeah, probably was it Macram. I saw, I yeah. saw that in the Times this morning. Didn't they? they got the wrong guy. Um, Martin, you're back, aren't you? In the early I'm hours back, of the morning. And it's personal at one o'clock in the morning on right. Talk Radio. Okay, Loads for of fantastic tonight stuff. and tomorrow. Tonight and tomorrow, we'll be talking about Matthew Blake, uh, the guy who wrote uh, Jerusalem. And I oh, noticed okay. that your film club is he coming do, in? Which is sorry. Well, is he coming yes, in? Yes, he is. Blake? Uh, he's going to sing Jerusalem. <laughs> he's going to do it live. He's never, he doesn't yeah. normally do it live. Does he? He's doing an acoustic. He's doing an acoustic set for us. Yes. Your worries. film club that you put out yes. on Twitter it gets an amazing response. Phenomenal. And response. Very fun. Depends what time I put it out. Of course, if those were all listeners, yeah, I would probably have the biggest audience on talk radio. Mm. Um, but in actual fact, they sort of. I put it out about eleven o'clock. 11 12 have you decided on one yet for tonight or not? Yes, I have, but I'm not going to plug it no, here okay. because I will get confused. No, okay. I understand, Martin. It's 
Don't give you us must, the gold. You keep the gold you keep for yourself. It, yeah. it's not so give much us the gold. Give us the gold plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which you, of course you have for the last fifteen minutes. Thank you very much indeed. It's been a pleasure and a delight. Can I stay? Because it's lovely and cool in here. Yeah, yes, you can. Did you have Motti on today, by the way? No, Motti. He starts the from the tenth. The other day, he joined us from the tenth. He's not doing this slot, is he? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> you know, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. I love the fact you can't remember whether you sponsored Peter Bonetti socks or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's in the dim it's a long part. time ago. I didn't even know they did it in those days. It's probably 50, four and six a season. 50 years ago or something. Yeah, I can't, can't remember, even remember last I'm week. I'm sure Peter Bonetti. We'll <laughs> ring Peter Bonetti and ask him if he remembers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, that's us. Um, Have a great weekend, and we're back on Monday from one. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.